Hi, everybody. This is Michael from Halloween, and you are watching CMS TV. So uh, other other than that, um, you know, uh, moving on from from the shows, uh, yeah. I, I watched some cool stuff. I was uh, this past night when I got home. I actually got home on a Saturday. Okay, new that's new. Uh, but I watched um, the Robbie Williams documentary, which this if you get a chance to watch it, it's like a docu series. Okay, kind of covers which I really I didn't know anything about him. I what's it on? Was, it's on Netflix. Okay. And he was kind of off my radar till he started doing like the James Bond um, soundtrack, and um, then he had like a the song I was doing a spoof on this morning, the DJ, uh, the DJ song that I was doing at the top of the show. Right, that's a song I had heard before, but he was a full boy band like in the UK. He was in a full-blown boy band when he was 16 years old called Take That. And okay. they were like in sync or the Backstreet Boys. They were that huge in the UK. Right. I had never heard of him here. Yeah, uh, I don't this, remember that at all. Um, now, he's close to my age. You know, he's actually younger than me. Uh, Robbie Williams about uh, two years younger than me, I think. Okay. Or younger than me. Uh, so, yeah. But it made me feel bad about myself, like watching – watching the the uh the documentary because he had accomplished so much at a young age when i was just like didn't know what the hell i was doing with my life <laughs> you know what i mean i didn't have and nobody was investing in me i was just like you know playing in local bands and did you know the future was looking bleak right you know in the 90s where this guy was his path was different where like right out of right in high school he was um in his little dance group you know with the other guys which it looked like they had matured kind of early too because when i was like 16 i was still kind of like a, a runty right guy where these guys kind of looked like college dudes they were kind of yeah. sexy college dudes and they were working on their dance moves and then sure. they but had don't a you think that has to do a lot with the parents like the young the yeah. ones that are young like you know you didn't have a mom and dad that were pushing you from three years old to, to be a performer no, they were doing the opposite. Like yeah. whatever they could do to make me not go that way, they would do it. They wanted you to be in a cubicle somewhere. Right. Having a nice, safe career. I've said this many times. My my dad had said to me, and I remember very well, he goes, if you try to do this rock thing, you will be living under a bridge. <laughs> Jeez. And that was it. And and so, but now he has to look at my Instagram and see me not living under a bridge. Yeah. But- Living See, on the beach. Living on the beach, having fun. Probably yeah, in a better better, better situation than he's doing, right? Yeah, well, it's subjective. He he loves his life. No, my dad's a oh, great dude. I, I always have to bring, bring it back around. But he ain't uh, living on a beach. No, he lives in New Hampshire. He's like, you know, probably, you know, he, he uses a generator half the year because there's oh. no electricity out there. He's like almost off the grid completely. Right. Nice. And he uh, hunts and fishes. So he loves fishing mostly, uh, but he's a, a rescue guy for for dogs. So he's like he he definitely gives a lot to animals and 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 these things. We both have that in common. I got that sure. from my dad's side of the family. My connection with animals and everything. So he has a lot of great things. And his advice wasn't bad. I make fun of him for saying that to me, but honestly, like if you saw me back then, 
you would have said the same damn thing. <laughs> well, and the ironic part of it is probably once you're done with this rock and roll thing, you probably join him living off the grid. <laughs> right. Because I know I'm you already don't, planning you, that. I was going to say, you hate being on the grid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I really don't. Um, and there will be another chapter in my life. Like, I, I'm not going to be able to continue. I'm not going to be a, an old man up there on stage, you know, getting right. wheeled out to play. I'm not interested in that. You know, right. I'm, not, I'm not a part of anything that was that huge where I'm going to be for obligated to go out there until I'm 80 right, years old. Right, right. Playing. That's not going to happen. I don't think I think, but I mean, I should realistically be able to like play the rest of my fifties. You know, I see plenty of people that are 59 that are out there rocking and look great. Sure. Why can't that be me? I'm going to try. Yeah. I mean, as long as you look as long, it's when people start, I, all right, this is going to sound awful, and especially coming from a fat, fucking ugly guy like <laughs> no, myself. No, 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 man. Tell it. I'm going to just say it. When your face starts to sag, it's time to fucking quit. <laughs> There's right. nothing worse yeah. than when you see some, especially in the MTV generation, when you saw them on MTV for years, and they looked amazing, and they, they rocked it, and they brought it heavy. And then you see video of them now, and they got the saggy face, and they're moving a whole lot slower than they used to. You know, they used to run the stage. Now it's like a like a slow walk, you know, right. and they're a little hunched over from carrying a guitar for fucking 50 years, and, you know, the shoulders hunch. All that different stuff is really sad to see. It is. You know. And, and it's bother. I, I hate to be this. I know for a lot of people, they don't care. And I don't necessarily care. Right. But at the same time, I'm, I would be lying if I said my first reaction when I saw some of these guys after a while wasn't like, holy shit, what happened here? It's hard you to know, watch. You know, it the is. Ones that, that, like Lou Graham or, you know. Phil Jack Collins. Russell. Yeah. Phil Collins. I, I, I truly wanted to cry. <laughs> when i saw that they were i mean we joke about wheeling somebody out to the stage right but they were wheeling him out to the stage. i mean he's walking out with a cane right and then sitting in an office chair singing the songs now he sounds good i ain't gonna lie he sounds really good but man and not for nothing, but if we're going to be picking at bands and stuff, mm -hmm. you're in fucking Genesis. Genesis can't afford a cool looking chair for this guy. <laughs> it looked like, I, dude, did you ever see any of the pictures? It looked like they just grabbed a chair from an office. <laughs> God damn. I, I got to find me a picture. I, I mean, it's not like a cool chair or, you know, it, it's like just an, an old office chair. It wasn't a silver chair. <laughs> but um psh. Yeah, they didn't do any frog stomping on that one, man. No. Well, let's see. Phil Collins. Was it an angry chair? <laughs> Should have been because Phil they Collins in an angry chair. They needed it because like like Lane Staley, Phil was damn near dead. I I look at this picture. Hold on. Open image and new tab. When you see now, now Phil looks absolutely abysmal in this picture. And I'm pulling this up just random. I just looked up Phil Collins in chair. That's my search. So it's not like I. He's in it's a not like chair. this is planned. 
He's in a high chair getting fed by a nurse right now. Well, wait till you see this. Not to only does Phil look absolutely miserable and terrible, but look at the fucking chair they sit him in. Oh, Yvay. It's like an odd full-blown office chair. That's an office chair. That is something. Look, and there's another one behind him over here. He and I are twinsies today. I dude <laughs> with our with our jackets. Dude, and, and you look a million times healthier. This guy looks like <laughs> he should you, die. This uh, guy looks like he's gonna drop that microphone and fall forward dead. Yeah, it he seems looks. Like we should be putting a blanket on him and bringing him some soup. Yeah, he looks like Uncle Junior in the final episode of The Sopranos when he was just talking to the wall and he didn't remember Tony. He just looks like Ah, Sonny, have you seen my teeth? Yeah. I don't want to see that guy singing fucking Land of Confusion because yeah. he's living in a world of confusion. Look at him. This is so wrong. That, and again, I know I'm picking, but look at the fucking chair. Look at, you know, uh, or what about a band like Tool where the guy isn't, is, you know, nowhere in this bad condition, but he kind of hides off the stage and isn't even on the stage. And, they could have done something like that where he was like yeah. on some wizard chair up and it's just a silhouette of him. Yeah, maybe, something. And have a more visual thing you did that yeah. was different on screens. Do you really want to see Phil sitting in an office chair holding a cane to balance himself because the no. microphone's about to tip him over? I do not. He's literally about to tip over because the, the weight of the microphone is going to pull him down. Right. That's sad, man. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see that. I just don't want no. to see that at all. No. Oh my God. Is there that's, anybody else that's that's in that shape that uh, is still playing? I'm trying to think if there is. There's not. I know he just passed away, but um, yeah. but um, what you call it? Um, if you could read my yeah. mind, love. Yeah. Who's that? Gordon Lightfoot. Yeah. Yeah. Let me find me some Gordon Lightfoot at the end because he looked equally terrible, although he was at least standing. Gordon Lightfoot right. 2023 tour. I know he passed away recently. Gordon but, Oldfoot. Oh, he looked <laughs> absolute. Look, come on. This is not even. This is another Skeletor. Holy shit. Right. Well, what's the cutoff? You know, for me, I mean, they expect people to retire at 65. So, I mean, there's going to be some people that, that, that can keep their looks up past then. I mean, surprisingly, Piercy still looks good because he's he's thin. Like, I posted a couple. Yeah. He still looks like Stephen Piercy. Yeah, you could still, still tell it's him. You know, well, and, and he, he can't weigh. And again, I don't want to pick at Stephen here, but I don't think Stephen weighs 10 pounds different from when he did when we first saw him in 1983 yeah. or whatever i mean he's within 10 pounds of what he's always weighed he's very tight right now he's very yeah. like just like Bruce just, Lee. oh come yeah. on Jeez, no wonder like he rocky died horror, Look at him. rocky horror picture show the guy that uh opens the doors and stuff and the- dude i i expect this to be like you're you're walking through a fucking maze in a in a saw movie and this guy opens the door and is playing guitar oh my god he looks yeah, awful. He should be in a haunted house. He should have been at home enjoying his final couple of minutes alive. Right. Instead, he's out there singing, you know, Carefree Highway or whatever. It's right. like, dude, stop it. Just retire. And and again, not for nothing, why does Gordon Lightfoot have to tour? 
Well, what is it? A lot of ex-wives and and whatever. I mean, I don't know, man. He's one of those dudes that should have a lot of royalties coming in. Oh, yeah, um, I mean, those songs are really iconic. Well, you know what? I have to say though, if if a divorce or something could really tie that shit up yeah. when they're doing like uh, forensic accounting of this and that, like you'd be surprised how much a an ex can like just put the kibosh on your whole money situation. Just ruins you. Oh yeah, but dude, if you were if you were you were going out, you and Susan were going out on night in the town, and you were like, oh, I got these Gordon Lightfoot tickets. You went out, you you bought great seats, and you're like, you know, assuming that she or you are both fans of of Gordon, the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald or whatever. You can't wait to hear that song live. Yeah, and this fucking guy wanders out there. What are you thinking, honestly? <sighs> get me a drink quick <laughs> we were gonna see the who like that came up we thought about going up to see the who we were on the fence about it but right i just didn't know if i can't see pete townsend like jumping up and down you know yeah. what I, mean? I just didn't want to see it and, it and it just seemed like they you know obviously most of the bands half the band's dead yeah, well, yeah those- well half of it half the band's dead the other half doesn't sound as good no man I'm, i will give i said roger, no i i always do this though i'm gonna give roger daltrey all the credit in the world mm-hmm. when when my kid was going through um chemo and stuff for cancer uh-huh. fucking yeah. daltrey showed up unannounced at the um at the hospital university hospital here in cleveland and really? visited with every single kid and adult in the in the place just gordon lightfoot off the screen please <laughs> we're trying to keep people watching the show chris he ain't visiting anybody anymore but yeah just gotta say roger daltrey what a fucking humanitarian for a guy that doesn't have to be so he happened to be coming through no uh, was one of the stops just to see your son or what not just to see my kid he was just coming through he's he's really involved with um cancer with cancer charity like i don't remember which foundation it was but he's he's really involved with it no, he wasn't playing a gig or anything. He literally visited Inc- was just it Inc to visit. against cancer. Inc against wasn't cancer. Inc against cancer. Hildegard could yeah. probably contact him and use right. him, but but um, no, I, I it, it was just surprising to me that he literally came to Cleveland for no other reason than to visit the hospital and shake some hands and give people hope. It's very I cool. I should say, by the way, I think I I have a feeling they haven't sold those guitars yet. You know, no? like I saw, I feel like I saw a post from them. Where not only did they still have that that guitar that we all signed up, but they even had one for that Rob Zombie signed, like wow. a, a separate guitar. I don't know what's going on. I think I, it's like it's not getting the visibility. I don't like who's ever handling this for them. Well, tell her to come it, back on and woo-woo. yeah, they're not doing it right. And 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 the graphics, the the pictures are looking look very low budge, and they need help. They need help to like do this correctly because they're not. Who's ever doing it's not doing it right well they could come back on here if they want to doors or open. just go ebay at that point you know what yeah, i mean no just kidding. to get the visibility i mean whatever your private auction is you're doing is obviously not nobody trusts doing well it between way. all of us can we not come up with one celebrity to to promote it <laughs> well they where, got me i'm promoting where, it where are they where are they at they're in washington right um no washington no, they're not in not, washington I don't or portland so. or somewhere that was like wasn't it uh i thought it was utah utah yeah okay oh wow salt lake there they there that does make it harder there's not there's not a whole lot of celebrities 
hanging right. out in utah well no but they they do get access to the venues there yeah. like if any time uh utah's on the um touring right agenda possibly get something signed or whatever but i you know i was just saying oh they should have gotten rid of those by now you know what i mean yeah. so for well, for people that have been following saga of guitars the the, the vince neal stephen piercey signed guitars with sure. all of the uh you know Vince's band, the Dana Strum and Blando and um and Voltron. I mean Zoltan. <laughs> nice. Ah, <laughs> we fuck with them. Hey Voltron. Oh, <laughs> um Yeah, let's see you transform into something else, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, all those and then uh, of course our band, we had Johnny Monaco and um you know Matt Thorne uh on there and Scott Coogan who's been doing triple duties playing with tiffany and ace fraley and playing with us we we missed we didn't have scott the last few shows but uh he'll be back for this uh next gig we have a we have a couple gigs coming up which i uh did take photos of so i could tell you exactly where they're at right uh the first one is gonna be in st louis missouri okay it's at um the river city casino and this is with quiet riot Stephen Piercy brings his 1980s Sunset Strip Experience tour to the St. Louis, Missouri for a night of hits. Quiet Riot will bang your head. Hey. And Stephen Piercy will take you round and round at this headbanging 80s party. Wow. Um, then we will the next day uh, on the 18th be heading over to Kansas City, uh, Missouri. And that's at the uh, Ameristar Casino and Hotel. And I... That one is with autograph, believe it okay. or not. They're still on a show. Look at that. So can ask Simon why he didn't that. show up for our interview. I am gonna ask him that. <laughs> you little bitch, where were you? Uh, <laughs> um God, what else was I was I gonna say anything else about that? I don't know. Dude, you said Coogan's out with Tiffany. Did you see this picture of Tiffany like a like a she took a sexy picture in a in a hotel somewhere. Did you see I this? I did see that. I, you know what? I know what picture you're talking about. And she says something about, I did this to the front. Now I got to do it to the back or something. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say it doesn't, doesn't look as bad as we've thought in that previous. That looks like a bare butt with a little like kind of G-stringish thing going yeah. on. I'd like her to lean lean to one side a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you no. need to, I don't know. I'll stop there. Yeah, stop. Stop. <laughs> stop. Don't say it. Or you will get kicked out. <laughs> yeah, Tiffany taking, she's dirtying it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But uh, he'll be back. Uh, Scott, he'll be back for this this weekend's festivities. That's cool. Um, my travels have been going good. Like now that I'm, I've reached status. Yeah, you know, with Delta, I'm like, I hit gold. I'm actually so close to being a platinum. Right. Guy. I think this next trip will put me there. But there's a big difference in how you get treated on that airline. They put, you know, these priority stickers on your shit, your luggage, and my stuff's like waiting for me. Nice. When I get off, it's like the first bag that comes off. My guitars are like right there. It's crazy. And uh, again, I got lucky, and the Wally Park van was there. This funny black lady that that's uh seems to work on on saturdays and sundays picked me up again um she was having a rough day i actually gave her a pretty fat tip uh for 
because I knew the person that that she picked up with me didn't tip her. And apparently, uh, there was two huge cruise ships that had pulled in and like caused all this traffic, and she didn't even get to pick anybody up for a couple of hours. So like I, yeah, you know, it wasn't that big of a tip, like twenty bucks or something. Right? Like, yeah, was she happy? She's like, oh my god, <laughs> hug me! And I like had to give her a hug. Say, oh, I'm gonna buy a twelve pack of Miller Lite, and I'm I'm gonna <laughs> suck it down. I'm gonna think of you. Ooh. I was like, oh, shit, girlfriend. Uh, it's but my time's valuable. You know, I hate like waiting for baggage. I hate sitting there waiting sure. 40 minutes for the Wally Park van. So if that's all lines up for me, I'm like, here, take that $20, please, because you oh, got yeah. me home an hour earlier. How about the uh, fast pass on TSA? How's that working out for you? It did work out good going that way. I was like, oh, my God, how could I have waited so long for this? This is just so much easier. However, I will interject. That now that they're doing the clear, are you familiar with clear? I'm not familiar with it. Oh, no. my. This is a whole new grift. You know, TSA pre is actually extremely affordable. It's like $80 for like five years. Oh, wow. Okay? That is cheap. Now, clear is like $140 a year. Okay. Okay. So I was wondering, like, who would, why would you do that? Why would you just do TSA pre? Well, I found out they're letting the clear people cut in front of the TSA people. So as I walk to the quick line, oh, wait a second. We have eight clear people that are walking up now, and you got to wait for them to, to show their ID and go through. Are you following this? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out if I was a terrorist, why wouldn't I just buy this? The clear? <laughs> well, you know, still, they still do some checking, and um, one example of that is on the way home. Here, I'm all excited. I'm, I, I'm thinking I'm never going to have to take another x-ray again. Well, as I walk through the metal detector, it goes boop. And I didn't have anything to go, oh, you've been randomly selected for a, a Jesus random, Christ. Random and you were like, so, wait a minute, I've got the pre-pass. Yeah. And so you're you're still going to have to walk through that x-ray machine, right? Oh, my God. I told you you would never have to go through again. Yeah, you got to go through that again. And I'm going to have to squeeze your balls. How do you like that? You didn't even get to go one weekend both ways with the TSA pre. You had to still get your balls grabbed, still had to go in the x-ray machine. So, so basically, short of buying your own plane, you're just going to get your fucking nuts tugged pretty well, much every weekend. I, I, will, I will say this. The guy, he, I think he kind of knew that uh, I wasn't necessarily a problem, and he barely like touched my belt he actually didn't grab my balls oh, right <laughs> how lucky get out of here <laughs> he knows it's fucked i mean to go through all that tsa backgrounding and fingerprinting and you know i'm over 50 you know i'm not a threat you know? right yeah white guy just, white guy it just seems like like they're they're putting way more into finding ways to make money with this shit than actually securing anything the clear thing's pretty expensive one thing that's cool is they it seems like they stopped doing the dog thing i, I showed video of that yeah, yeah, yeah. like all of a sudden they were having uh the gestapo there at the airport with their mm -hmm. fucking dogs sniffing grandma and all the little kids walking by it was very right not only that but they do it from behind which makes it even sketchier you know what i mean it's like not like you have to walk past the dogs they just sniff you you go keep walking you and this person you don't know stand together walk down this like 50 foot thing walk slowly they're all shouting these commands and then a dog comes up behind you and you know sniffing your ass and shit 
and it was i hated it i made a post about it i was you know but it looks like that's run its course they didn't find any terrorists with that so whatever program that was it looks like that that right. has ended it's a waste of money and time of course it was well dude i honestly i'm not saying that the tsa is a total waste of time but it kind of is yeah. you know i i mean it's it's overblown it's definitely <sighs> if you were a terrorist Mm-hmm. I don't care what they're doing right now. If you really wanted to get something on a plane, you could. You fly all the time. If you really right. wanted to get... Now, could you get a machete? Maybe not. You'd be surprised. Sometimes they're on their game. You know, like I had yeah. um, I have a, one of those poser uh, razor blade necklaces. You know, mm-hmm. They've been around forever. I think yeah, yeah. it's wore one. Um, but they found... They saw that. You know what I mean? They They... Their computer technology has got to a point where the computer, I think, does most of it. The the X-ray can can see anything considered to be a weapon or sharp, and it'll kind of let the um, it'll tip off the person looking at it. You know, they're right. not gonna trust a person that's looking at a thousand bags a day that's right. because they won't. Now, with that said, there has been times where once I, I I went to check a bag, but then stupidly brought it with me through security, like I forgot right. to off they're like hey, bring your bag over there and i just kept walking because i was out of it i'm like oh shit now i gotta go through security and i have stuff in here i probably shouldn't i had some like scissors i had some long scissors and i had right you're not supposed to have i was like oh here we go and this chick did not see any of it you sure. I, would you guess it i'm gonna put the over under as five five of ten times mm-hmm. you could get through a pair of scissors or a screwdriver or something like that. Right. I'd would both you say those over, would, would you say that the odds, if you went to the air, to the airport 10 times with those items in a bag, mm-hmm. would you say more than five times you could get to the other side or less? I would say less, but it also okay. depends on the airport. It's like, to me, the busier the airport, the, right. the, the more difficult it's probably is for them because they can't, scrutinize things for as long you're just going to back the line up they need to kind of keep it going right now these smaller airports oh my god that's where they really go through my shit they got nothing better to do right they're like oh guitar we've never seen one of those we're gonna take here let's take those out you know what do these strings do let's take those off (laughs) here hold this for us guys next you know me and matt are holding our guitars in the airport while they're like going through our bags you know it's like ridiculous um they always seem to take the extra steps at the small places where there's not many people there anyway and they only have two gates that's where they're going to go up your asshole right Uh, these other places are just trying to move it along and 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 a lot of times they'll just streamline okay you 10 people just go through the metal detector you know but anyways you asked me about you know the tsa pre that's all good i'm glad i have it and even though clear gets to cut in front it's still very expeditious to do this and if i don't have to if i cut down x-rays by 90 percent, fucking a good good for me uh so i i feel like i've hit the pinnacle of traveling now just with like (laughs) getting everything smooth and easy and i have to go in a couple days we have these another uh, weekend of trips and I'm good to go. I don't even unpack my shit. My suitcase just stays open now. It's <laughs> like by the door. Yeah. Just take the shit out, wash it, throw it back in. <laughs> if that, if that. Uh, nice. People love the commando. I've been wearing the commando, the the jacket okay. that uh, right. that I had. We had a we had to violently get beat up someone to get back. <laughs> um, that's been going good. 
That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, dude, rumor has it one of your tour mates might be joining us next week for um, for this show, um, Mr. Johnny Kelly. Oh, that's great. I'm I'm hearing good things that he's that he's um, committing to doing the show next week. So. He's a he's a great drummer. He's one of those guys when he hits the drums, it sounds like a, a gun firing. You know, right? The snare hits. Like, I love that. He's well, just it, solid. He's professional. He's just. I, I hate to use that term noses roll or whatever but he just seems like he just is just so pro every time we play right um working with those guys yeah well i i mean he's the interesting thing with him too is he's in a couple of different bands but mm -hmm. each one of the bands his drumming stands out like the other band he's in for that i know for sure is that i am band right. which is like kind of an all-star band of like more heavier type stuff you know like kurt from from uh, crowbar is in that band and um um he obviously he's in the band and it's a different style but he still has that big mm -hmm. sound to him which is which is you know that that's a cool thing i i i wish more drummers had that it seems like the faster that drummers have gotten and i don't know maybe i'm crazy in this but the faster the drummers have gotten and the heavier the music has gotten, the more cardboardy it sounds. Yeah. It's just kind of like dit, 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 instead of booming like like arena style. I like arena drums that are just well booming. Stoic Stoic Steve made a point of that uh, the other right. week when he was talking about his you know uh, gearing prepping for the slipknot That's tryout right. where he just used Tupperware out of out of my kitchen that he found <laughs> that's right it did steve did steve get the gig do you know or not i don't think he yet? did i no? don't think he did uh, that's unfortunate had a lot of people that were rooting for him <laughs> you, you got to be really technically advanced to do that kind of stuff but with that said i think because it's so busy they can't have a lot of like uh sustain out of the drums right you know they can't have the bottom sound for that sound they have to have the piccolo snare and everything's got to be like super tight and you know clicky and blah, 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 but it ends up having a, a not great effect for my ears sure <laughs> you know, <laughs> Hey everybody, it's Chris Aiken from all the shows and wanted to share with you one of my other passions other than music. That of course being coffee. Anybody that's listened to me knows that I love coffee. And I have found another great brand, ladies and gentlemen, that you guys need to check out. Simply named, no gimmicks to it at all. It's just coffee brand coffee. It's fantastic coffee and I am not kidding you. They have everything that you would possibly want. Their coffee is excellent. I like the roaster's choice, but they have the pumpkin spice and all that other stuff, all the flavored stuff that you might like. Uh, they've got K-Cups for you. They've got cold brews. They offer tea. They've got cocoa. They literally have everything that you would want. So if you're looking for a great coffee, if you don't want to just settle for the crap that they sell you at the grocery store, this is another fine alternative. 
coffee brand coffee. Just go to www.bit.ly slash CMS coffee. One more time, bit.ly slash CMS coffee and use the coupon code CMSPN to save a little bit of money and you can get some of the best coffee that is available today. So one more time, it is coffee brand coffee. We love it here at the Classic Metal Show and you will too. So get some today, folks. Coffee brand coffee. 